0: Our sponsor today is GAPS. GAPS brings water remediation and soil amendments to the agricultural businesses of Ontario, Canada. Phosphorus runoff is a big deal. This company coordinates and facilitates grant-based projects that are built to test new phosphorus removal products on an ongoing basis. GAPS provides these successful R&D products in their toolbox of solutions and are sold to the producer, golf course, and municipalities. Their goal is to help build better soil and to manage water without the use of chemicals. Visit GAPS at gapsontario.com or visit their link in the show notes. Hi, and welcome to the North American Egg Spotlight. I'm Chrissy Wozniak. Today I have the opportunity to speak with an innovative egg tech entrepreneur from Blenheim, South Carolina. He's founder and CEO of EggFuse, a free social media tool created specifically for farmers and other egg professionals. I'd like to welcome Pat Rogers. Welcome, Pat. Thank you so hey, much for being here. Glad to be here. Awesome. So, first of all, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? And um, you came from a farming background, right?
1: Yep, I'm a fifth generation farmer here in South Carolina, and uh, grew up working on the farm in, in summers during high school, and always swore I was never coming back to the farm. And so, I went to Clemson University and uh, majored in packaging science. And I did my internship, and I was in a factory indoors, and hated every minute minute of it. So. Uh, that kind of led me back to thinking that I wanted to farm, so I, I came back to the farm after I graduated and um, really wanted to figure out a way that I could add value to our family's operation and and saw the way things were heading with Precision Ag and Ag Tech and saw an opportunity there for me to contribute. And so I really kind of took, uh, took that route, took that on for the family farm, and that kind of led me to... Um, I guess expanding my horizons with that. And that's how I got the idea for AgViews.
0: Right. Yeah. And you farm with, um, with your family and your wife, right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, what crops we, do you grow there in South Carolina?
1: Uh, we grow mostly, we're about half uh cotton. And then we kind of build all of our acres around cotton. And then we've got uh, peanuts, uh, more and more irrigated corn, wheat, and soybeans. So a little bit of everything, uh, no cattle. Um, when I first got out of school, I was, kind of thinking I might want to try some cattle to make a little additional income. And I uh, went to a neighboring uh, farmer here who was an older gen- gentleman. And he uh, he said, well, Pat, do you still like going to Clemson football games? I said, yes, sir, I do. And he said, well, yeah, that's when cows get out. And I said, well, I think I've had enough of that. So uh, <laughs> that day on, I decided I was just going to focus on road crops.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> good lesson. Yeah. So, what what led you to start the company? What was kind of that moment that you said that this is what you need to do?
1: So, I was at an ag tech conference called InfoAg, and uh, at that time, there really weren't many people in our area that were doing much on the precision ag side of things, and especially um, with so- some of the more advanced stuff like the uh, the ag software management, uh, precision soil sampling, and things like that. So I would have to travel to these conferences to meet other people and learn from them because I didn't really have any neighbors to lean on or any local uh, companies to work with or anything like that. So the last day of that conference, I'm sitting in the audience listening to the keynote speaker wrap up his, his talk. And I just kind of looked around and I just thought, you know, this this has been a great conference. I've learned so much. I'm going to have to wait another year before I come back and talk to like minded people. Um other than picking up the phone and, and talking to somebody occasionally you know, on the phone. So the, the idea kind of started from there, I guess. I, I figured that we needed a way as an industry to connect because we're so geographically isolated. Right. And I, I thought that we probably needed something that was a little bit different from your traditional social media sites, uh, something that was a little more tailored to ag that we could build some additional tools around. And so that was kind of the, the impetus to, uh, I guess, Explore starting AgFUSE.
0: Mm -hmm. And can you explain like what AgFUSE is for anybody that that hasn't it's not on it or hasn't heard of it?
1: Sure. Well, the basic you know AgFUSE uh, is a digital tool for farmers. Um, the The basic functionality of it revolves around a social media component, to where you can connect and network with other like minded individuals, and whether that's farmers, um, extension agents, uh, chemical company representatives hobby farmers, you name it, but everything is built around the social functionality where you can share and create content with each other. Um, on top of that, though, we wanted to build out certain features that were ag-specific that you know you couldn't get on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter. So we've got uh, commodity quotes, we've got local weather, um, we have something called AgCuse Publishing, where uh, freelancers or company representatives, anybody like that can can publish their own content, uh, and it's something that'll be SEO indexed and it will always be there. And we actually get a lot of traffic that way. So, uh, lots of our members uh, have written some really, really good articles on there that are very informative, that have really, really been popular. Um, so, in addition to that, we have something called call it our AgFUSE Q and A, which is I think a really interesting concept because we wanted to use AgFUSE a lot as a reference tool for farmers to be able to hop on and. Uh, you know, if they had some obscure random question, they needed to find a way to, to get that answered. So you can go on AgFuse and post a question. And then we have a leaderboard that ranks experts in that specific topic that you asked the question on. So you can request an answer from that expert and hopefully get you know an answer to your question and get that that issue resolved pretty quickly.
0: That Yeah, that's really awesome. So did you need an army of angel investors to get this started?
1: No, I, I kind of went back and forth on that. And uh, to be honest with you, I, I still kind of go back and forth on that. But I've decided to take the uh, the bootstrapping route. Um, it certainly, it probably takes a little longer to, to get to where we want to be. But at the same time, I figured that, uh, you know, being a, a boots on the ground farmer here in South Carolina, that I had a better idea of the product that farmers needed compared to some uh, Valley investor sitting in San Francisco. So, that was, you know, that was kind of my thought process. Um, that may change one day, but for now, you know, I, I had an idea for the the vision, I guess, the, that I wanted to see out to AgFuse and at least wanted to get the product uh, set in that vision and go down that path and take it from there.
0: Yeah, and I totally value that. That's exactly how I feel too, is that <clears throat> if you're, you know, if you have too many voices telling you what to do, you can lose lose the focus, right. And lose the the real meat of what you're trying to do. So I, I really appreciate that.
1: Yeah. And you know, the other thing that I kind of thought about with that too, is at first and foremost, I'm a farmer and, you know, I, I love doing it. If somebody came and, you know, if I won the lottery, I'd still wake up every day and want to go to the farm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to have somebody telling me, well, you're going to have to, you know, leave the family operation or scale back or whatever to focus on this. Um, this is very much kind of a, a hurry up and wait type project for me. Uh, the, the good thing about farming is I do have a lot of downtime in the winter, and of course, rainy days where I can, you know, devote a lot of attention to ag But there yeah. are certain times of the year where it's basically just a maintenance period for it, uh, where I'm just checking in and, you know, cultivating the community, but not not focusing on developing the product as much.
0: Right. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, I discovered it last year. And I'm totally hooked. I'm so impressed by the whole platform. So why is it important for producers to have this tool? What do you, in your opinion?
1: Well, you know, uh, every year there's less and less farmers, right? The the average age is what, 68 now, I think Mm -hmm. for farmers. So more and more guys are retiring. So operations are getting larger, more diverse, but also more geographically isolated. Um, So with that in mind, you know, you can go to conferences, you can meet people. But you need a, a way to stay in touch with them. And you also need a way to, uh, I guess, to to be able to reference certain things that these individuals produce.
0: Right.
1: So that's kind of that's my idea why it's, it's really important for farmers now to have a digital presence compared to where we were 10 years ago.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And especially even during the pandemic, you know, farmers have always been... Pretty isolated, but it's even worse now. You know, not even salespeople aren't walking up the driveway now, right? So, absolutely, such a good, or great tool for for what time we're in now. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. and competing with mainstream social media—that's a huge endeavor. Um, But people are are coming, right? You're doing a good job. Up against, yeah. I mean, we've
1: got we've got close to six thousand members now, and those are those are you know confirmed members. That's not just signups; that's confirmed members. But I think people. Lots of people are growing tired of traditional social media and all of the baggage that comes with it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, good thing about Accuse is you, you put your name on there. It's, it's not a, a username. I mean, there's there's very, very, very little spam or anything like that because people have to stand behind their, their name on there. And we do a really good job of policing the site, but everybody is very respectful. Um, we've got some really smart people in there that that I know I've learned a lot from. And I think that people value kind of the no-nonsense approach that we're taking to keeping the community cleaned up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I'm sure, very well appreciated. I know I appreciate that using it, that it's not just a bunch of junk. It's really, you know, you're busy and it's just the things you want to see. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then who, what do you think the split is uh, of who's using the platform? Like, is it mostly producers or is it, you know, other and industry professionals? Too. It's
1: mostly it's mostly producers. Um, mm-hmm. Our demographics, I guess, we we have about eighty percent of our users are from the U.S. And mm-hmm. uh, I would say that the majority of them are row crop producers. We do increasingly have a lot of, um, I guess, input representatives from from seed companies and things like that that are coming on there. And, and nice. we've got some interesting things that I've noticed happening. Um, you know, you, you kind of plan this out and then it goes in a different direction than what you anticipated. But one of the more interesting things that I've seen is local and regional uh, input companies like local cor- uh, corn seed companies, for example, mm-hmm. they found it as a good way to publish some, some content of their own and kind of get a little foothold in an area that is being dominated increasingly by these larger seed companies. Right. And so that's kind of a little niche that I see is, is for, uh, you know, originally I, Thought of it as a way for uh, us to connect with industry leaders across the country, but also see it as a really good way for local companies to establish a digital presence and communicate with their with their clients and, and customers. And you know, by creating some content, they can establish themselves in a pretty crowded field.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: that that was kind of an interesting takeaway that I was not anticipating at first.
0: Right, and you offer advertising for companies as well, right?
1: We do. Yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's the really good fair. thing about that is it can be geo-targeted. So, you know, no matter how big or small your budget, we can probably connect you with somebody that's, you know, uh, that's your target, target audience.
0: That's an excellent tool because being in marketing my whole life, it's hard to ta- to target ag right on, on the big platforms. They don't know enough, right. They, they don't know enough about agriculture to really accurately target. So I, I think that's a really great, a good, really good tool for companies in ag.
1: Yeah, and that's something that we're kind of learning. Uh, you know, every, all of this we've had to learn on the fly, right? Yeah. Uh, I do not have a, a tech background in terms of coding or anything like that. So I've got a really good team of freelancers that, that helps me mm-hmm. uh, you know, go from idea to actual finished product. But as far as the uh, the advertising goes, you know, that's something that we're learning how to do. We, we really feel that the larger um, Accuses audience gets, the more we can fine tune mm-hmm dialing in these ads to people that you know we the way I the way I view it is we can have a national ad or we can have an ad within you know a two county radius or something. Right. Uh, it can be really, really fine-tuned.
0: That's amazing. And you have an excellent app for for our phones. Um, but do you see most people using the app or the browser?
1: You know, most people are starting to use the the, the app now. is uh, yeah. it's, it's kind of interesting. Uh we get a lot of traffic from our our Uh, content or articles that people Mm -hmm. write and that's people that stumble upon us from you know uh, i guess from google right yeah uh but over half of our traffic comes from uh current members and most of that's on the app once they start using the app they don't go back so um to me that means we're on the right track with the the interface on the app i know it's really really convenient i'll hop on there you know multiple times a day just to check commodity quotes for example or the weather but um you know, everything that farmers do now, you know, is, is on their phone. I hate to think of how much time I spend on my phone now. So we had to have a good app and, and we really focused on getting a good, nice, clean interface for that. And I think we, we got a pretty good product there.
0: Yep, you sure did. And what uh, what type of stories are getting the most traction?
1: Uh, on user stories on Accused. It's just, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it varies. I think, the uh, again, going back to the local side of things, I think it's really interesting to see a smaller company come on there. And to talk about, uh, you know, to establish themselves with some expertise, maybe that, you know, I've, I've got some local com- uh, corn seed companies here in, uh above us here in North Carolina that I'd never even heard of. And they come on use yeah. and write some really interesting articles. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, I, maybe I need to pay attention to your seed, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of one side of things. The other side of things is uh, some of our earliest users. uh are still on there every single day posting stuff. And so it's been really neat to kind of keep up with them. And they're not big, large producers. Um, so I'm not necessarily taking a lot from them to put back into my operation, but it's just more entertaining to see uh, how these hobby farmers and sustainable farmers and, and people like that, how they're really uh, you know doing, doing things that I may not do in my, my operation. But um, it's just very entertaining to see.
0: Yeah, for sure. And are there any new features or anything coming in, coming down the pipeline?
1: For now, we you know, we've we've got a pretty, we're trying to basically just solidify the product, right? We, uh, I kind of overwhelmed my developers, I guess, with with ideas and features up to this point. So I I made a deal with them that we would back off for a little while and let them bring everything up to speed. But Mm -hmm. um, there's always ways to build out on the, on this platform. And um, so, you know, we'll, we'll certainly listen to what people have to say, but Uh, I I think for now, just the main thing is cultivating community. I think we've got a really good product in place. It's it's very, it's very solid. It does everything we want it to do, but uh, community cultivation is the main thing.
0: Yeah, definitely. And you have an email as well. So all of the the people that are members get an email that highlights the popular posts and stories and, uh, and you often feature uh, companies and articles in it. So how do you get featured?
1: Well, you know, to get featured, we we ask you just to participate in the community. Um, mm-hmm. If you, we'd love for you to create some content to publish, uh, to publish a story or an article on here, and uh, we always do our best to cross promote across multiple platforms, and and we really get, uh, yeah, you know, give companies a lot of exposure that way. And uh, you know, you mentioned the email marketing side of things. One thing that we we have done recently is basically we've customized some of these email newsletters to. Uh, basically send you the most popular content on AgFuse uh, based on the topics that you follow. Wonderful. And so one thing I didn't really do a good job of going over is when you join AgFuse, it's a purely customized experience. You go through a sign-up process where you indicate uh, basically you know who you are, where you're from, uh, what you do, and your interests. And so then AgFuse is completely customized from that point. The content that you get is from people that are in your area who share interests with you. Um, and also it's it's a way that we uh, connect people, you know, so you may be somebody who farms cattle uh, in, say, Texas, and we're going to connect you with a cattle grower in upstate New York. That's just kind of a random example, but that's the way we're trying to connect people and really get ideas flowing back and forth.
0: Right. That's great. And so kind of changing tracks a little bit, you have your finger on the pulse of the industry. You see these headlines every day. Uh, what do you think are some of the great opportunities in agriculture right now?
1: Well, every, everything right now, I guess, uh, you know, uh, that's, that's kind of a loaded question. But mm-hmm. I guess, you know, right now, farmers, we're, most of us are growing commodities, right? And so I think there's a big opportunity for us to differentiate ourselves. Now, that could take a lot of different directions, you know, whether it's vertical integration, uh, whether it's trying to brand your own product for for some type. But I, the thing I'm really excited about and, you know, thinking about AgFuse as a platform, uh, being commodity growers, we have an opportunity to use some kind of digital platform to take a little bit of power back because we're, right. we're price takers on the input side of things and when we sell. Yeah. Uh, there's an opportunity for somebody out there to create a digital platform that enables us to be a little bit more competitive on both sides of those, those items. Um, now, also with the digital tools we have in, in our equipment, there's ways for us to document certain sustainable practices and things like that. So there's a way for us to differentiate ourselves from our neighbors or others in our area. And so we can sell products, you know, for example, I'm a cotton grower. I can show just how sustainable my cotton is based on field practices like cover crops or reduce, uh, you know, pesticides or things like that. So. I think there's a big opportunity to start differentiating uh, things on the commodity side of producing right now.
0: Yeah, that's the that's a really good point. And I think that's important now. And yeah, in light of the supply chain issues and and, you know, that the things we've experienced over the last the last 18 months. Well, and now the insane weather conditions across North America. Um, so I guess I guess what what are you seeing in terms of the general mood of the industry even? in light of all that stuff?
1: Well, I think right now, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of optimism. You know, two years ago, uh, it was a, a really tough time. And, you know, luckily, we have some good prices right now. The, the thing that we have to manage is, you know, prices are one thing. We, we, as producers, we have to still make good crops, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, I guess, you know, as somebody who went through the boom uh, from, I guess, 2012 on for those few years, you uh, cautious optimism, because you can see how quickly it can go south in a hurry. And there's a lot of consolidation in the industry. There's a lot of opportunity for young producers, but it's going to be the kind of thing that we have to be very careful with how we build our businesses. We need to build sustainable businesses, not just for the environment, but also uh, with things like cash flow and just really um, not getting too big too fast. And and there's going to be so many opportunities for, for younger people. They really need to pick their spots. And that's that's something I try to remind myself of. Uh, not not every opportunity is a great opportunity. Um there's certainly opportunity costs. There's there's time limit, there's cash limits to what we can take on. So you you really gotta pick your spots, whether that's uh, you know, on the farm or you know, ag fuse or in life or in general. You know, there's only a we only have a limited amount of time and we really gotta pick our spots and use it wisely.
0: For sure. So where can people find more information about ag fees?
1: Well, they can log on to com, and, and we'd love to have you sign up and, and see what our community is about. Uh, we've got some really, really smart, interesting people on there, uh, you being one of them. And uh, we certainly, certainly would love to have you, have you join.
0: Awesome. And I have one last question. Sure. What gets you out of bed in the morning and what lights you up?
1: Oh, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, you know, I, I just love being outdoors. Uh, as soon as I leave my back door and you know, I live right beside my farm, and I look out across our pond and look out across our fields. Uh, I know where I'm right where I need to be. And uh, you know, I'm uh, we actually my, my wife and I just had our first child, had our wow. had a son, uh, June twenty fifth. So uh, congratulations, that's so, great. Um, you know, we've chosen this area to to raise him and to raise our family, and uh, this is this is exactly where I want to be. So I want to definitely build something for him to to have one day, but also just to you know, go out there and, and be the best I can be.
0: That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It was a uh, great hearing about the industry and what you're doing and thank you for, for all you're doing for the industry as well.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me.
0: And thanks to all who are watching or listening. If you want more information, the links are provided in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe to North American Egg Spotlight on uh, our YouTube or Rumble channels. Uh, The podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts and have a great day. Thanks so much for listening to today's Egg Spotlight episode, where we put the spotlight on people and companies doing great things for the agricultural industry. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, or on your favorite podcasting platform and give us a five-star review. You can also follow us on YouTube and Rumble to see the video version of Egg Spotlight. Also, head on over to NorthAmericanAg.com to subscribe to our Industry Connect update newsletter. If you're interested in advertising opportunities, email us at connect at NorthAmericanAg.com. Thanks for listening. FastLine Auctions, the ultimate destination for online farm equipment auctions. Looking to list equipment? for hassle-free, cost-effective farm equipment auctions, visit FastLine.com for more information. You can join us for a tour of the FastLine auctions platform, July 13th at 6.30 p.m. To register for this webinar, go to NorthAmericanAg.com FastLine webinar. That's NorthAmericanAg.com FastLine webinar to register now.